We face a lot of dangers in the world, and, and in the gentleman's words, we face a lot of evil men. You know, people like Osama bin Laden comes to mind. And what in my background equips me to deal with evil and bad men? <laughs> I, uh, I guess that is the reaction she expected. And I suppose it makes sense. You know, evil and bad men, Hillary Clinton. All Democrats, of course, howling with uh, laughter. That was some time ago, naturally, just a, a classic, a vintage Hillary Clinton. She's something, isn't she? Yes, she is. Now, I, I have a lot to share with you in this hour, our third and final hour today. I shared with you moments ago a story from CBS News, the least trusted television news organization in America today. Kind of amazing, you know, uh, long ago and far away, Walter Cronkite, the Uncle Walter, they called him. The CBS News Evening News anchor forever and ever was the most trusted man in America. LBJ on the Vietnam War said, if I've lost Walter Cronkite, I've lost America. And now CBS News, the least trusted. Fox News, the most trusted. And uh, the broadcasts, entertainment, television networks among the least trusted. And CBS, the least trusted among those, among ABC, NBC, and, and CBS. But CBS... They confirmed it with their sources. Trump says he uh, put it out on Truth Social. Trump says he received a target letter in January 6th special counsel investigation. CBS didn't believe him, so they went and they confirmed it with their Democrat Party sources who were involved. They're part of the cabal. And um, this is part of a, a broader effort by the Democrat Party, uh, as you are all aware. And uh, it's... It's an ongoing plague in President Trump's life. It is the Democrats, the left, looking to take him out. And and you may recall that, uh, well, I'll play that in a minute. Let's go to this podcast from, from yesterday. I guess it's yesterday, the podcast called Pivot. Not that anybody should seek it out. Kara Swisher is a left-wing activist, uh, New York Magazine, and, and she hosts a podcast uh, and Kara uh, uh, Swisher, and she was talking to Scott Galloway, who is naturally a professor at Berkeley and and UCLA is at Berkeley and uh, UCLA. So got uh, UCLA and Berkeley, Scott Galloway, and they were conspiring, you know, with the international left on their podcast. That means the Democrat Party. To uh, hey, is there any way uh, we could take Trump out of this race? Because our driving force is hatred. We hate everyone but we hate Trump more than almost anybody. And uh, we're very afraid of the weather, and we hate little innocent babies and, and America and capitalism. They hate a lot of stuff. So uh, here's the uh, podcast with, with uh, left-wing host Kara Swisher, kind of a funny name, and uh, professor, naturally, Scott Galloway. I think President Trump is not going to run for president under what? the Oscars. Yeah, under the auspices of a plea deal. I think the DOJ or whoever it is is going to realize America's nightmare needs to end. This is just bad for America. It's bad for us on the international stage. It weakens our power overseas. Where is that coming from? No one says that stuff. 
Kara Swisher, what? She was so shocked she cut him off. He couldn't even finish it. Yeah, yeah. I said, I don't think he's going to run. What? Well, you know, under indictment, he's going to cut a plea. Because the Department of Justice, he's counting on the Department of Justice to take political action on behalf of the Democrat Party to drive President Trump out of the presidential contest for his re-election. Uh, and, and the uh, left, they think this is, they, they become titillated. They're, they're, can you say titillated on the radio? They're very excited. And uh, Kara Swisher almost jumped out of her, out of her skin, uh, kind of like uh, Rachel Maddow when she was interviewing. Who was she interviewing? She was, um, you know, some soccer player. Never mind that. Let's go to the next one because it did remind us that Rachel Maddow, but that's uh, this college professor, Berkeley, you know, California, UCLA, and left-wing radical uh, Kara Swisher, New York Magazine, um, Trump haters uh, up the yin-yang, and, and uh, their hate drives their every decision, their every move. And um, so Trump, if he's indicted, you see, will drop out of the race as part of a plea deal. Now, this is a fantasy that the left has expressed before. Kara Swisher doesn't follow the news like you do and like I do. Uh, but we remembered, and Michael Piercy remembered this morning, that it was Rachel Maddow uh, suggesting months ago now that it was the Department of Justice, just as these nitwits were discussing, that it's the Department of Justice that will drive President Trump from the presidential contest. You have to wonder if the Justice Department is considering whether there is some political solution to this criminal problem, whether part of the issue here is not just that Trump has committed crimes, but that Trump has committed crimes and plans on being back in the White House. Do they consider, as part of a potential plea offer, something that would prescribe him, proscribe him from, from, from running for office again? I don't know. I don't know. A political solution to a legal problem. So saying, well, he's guilty of crimes, but we can resolve this if he just agrees to not become president again, which is a kind of fascism, isn't it? That's uh, a uh, political lunacy. But that's your, that's your Democrat Party, uh, represented in this case by several media figures who are left-wing extremist radicals, you know, the usual stuff. Speaking of left-wing extremist radicals, Pramila Jayapal is a Democrat member of Congress, and she is a, uh, an America-hating leftist, and, and she hates the Jews. She hates the Jews as well. You know how they are, uh, the, the left, the Democrats. And uh, so Pramila Jayapal uh, was out there at a, at a left-wing, a radical left-wing event where uh, the, a, a bunch of, uh, you know, Israel-hating, pro-terrorist, radical Islamic jihadi terrorist uh, types were, were in the audience, and um, she felt that they were murmuring a bit. There was a bit of murmuring going on, mur, mur. Uh, and um, she decided to jump in to try to calm the crowd by explaining to them that, um, you know, the Jews are all racists and Israel is a racist state and obviously any racist state should be eliminated. You can't allow a racist state to exist. So here is Democrat Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal at this 
gathering of left-wing Democrat anti-Semites who uh, demand the extermination of the state of Israel from the river to the sea. You know, the River Jordan to the Mediterranean Sea, drive the Jews into the sea. This is the mantra that uh, that they uh, carry forward. So here's uh, Pramila Jayapal. She, I, I personally, I am a Zionist. Chris Plant, I am a, uh, a Zionist. That means I believe in the right of the state of Israel to exist, and I believe it's important for the state of Israel to to exist. But, um, you know, Pramila Jayapal is with the Congressional Progressive Caucus, and... Um, she is, I think it would be fair to say, not one of the good guys. Can I say something? Can I say something as somebody that's been in the streets and, and has streets. participated in a lot of demonstrations? I think I want you to know that we have been fighting to make it clear that Israel is a racist state, that the Palestinian people deserve self-determination and autonomy, that the dream that the dream of a two-state solution is slipping away from us, that it is not, that it does not even feel possible. It does not even feel possible. And I want you to know that while you may, while you may have arguments with, with whether or not some of us on stage are fighting hard enough, I do want you to know that there is an organized opposition on the other side, and it isn't the people that are on this stage. Yeah, there is an organized opposition, and it isn't the people on this stage because, you know, the uh, the the uh, the racist state, the racist state of Israel. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is the speaker of the entire House of Representatives. The Hill newspaper in Washington has the story today. McCarthy colon, they love their colons. Democrats need to, quote, do something, end quote, about anti-Semitic remarks. And I think Kevin McCarthy is right. Uh, he came out yesterday and, and addressed this anti-Semitism. Think of before what also Congresswoman Omar said. She equated the U.S. military and Israel security forces with Hamas and the Taliban. She said support for Israel is all about the Benjamins. Tlaib. What did she say inside their conference? That she had a calming feeling when discussing the Holocaust. Who in their right mind could even say that? That's a fair question. Uh, you know who could say that? Uh, Democrat members of Congress. Democrat members of Congress is uh, who could say that because they're Democrats and uh, they say things like this all the time. Uh, but it's okay because... You know, they're Democrats, so why would that be a problem? And he says that, uh, you know, uh, Pramila Jayapal's comments were made during a progressive conference on Saturday. Kevin McCarthy noted Democrats who had come under fire in the past for making anti-Semitic remarks telling reporters, this isn't the first person in the Democrat conference that has continued to make anti-Semitic comments. And uh, honestly, the Democrats, they, they say these things and they support a group of people, Hamas, Hezbollah, who uh, uh, spend their lives and uh, sacrifice their children to destroy the state of Israel. All right Now, a group of Democrats recognize that this is going to be a problem for them when it comes to fundraising. And also, the Israeli prime minister is arriving at the White House today for a meeting 
with uh, Joseph Robinette Biden. More than 40 Democrats turn on squad member for Israel criticism. Is that what it was? Dangerous and anti-Semitic. The 43 Democratic lawmakers reinforce their support. Uh, the ironclad U.S.-Israel relationship. More than 40 House Democrats released a statement Monday night distancing themselves from fellow Democrat Representative Pramila Jayapal after she called Israel a racist state over the weekend. It's the racist state, right? Because the, the Muslims, the Arabs, live in Israel in peace if they choose to. The Christians, the atheists, the Baha'i, uh, the, the Buddhists live in Israel in peace, unmolested by the government there. And Democrats can't stand that. And Pramila Jayapal, Democrat from the state of Washington, can't stand that. She has since walked back the comment, but members from both sides of the proverbial aisle have criticized them. And the Democrats signed on to a letter saying Israel is okay with us. And that's enough because, you know, that's all the Democrats have to do. And now, uh, you know, the news media is not going to gang up on Pramila Jayapal or the Democrat Party or demand that every Democrat they encounter condemn the remarks on camera and very explicitly and specifically. Uh, so, you know. Um, uh, 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 man, oh, man. So, um, yeah. Now, when we were talking about it, Michael Piercy and I were <clears throat> talking about it this morning, you can only imagine what it reminded us of. Because, uh, you know, well, we like the classics, don't we? Oh, the Protestants hate the Catholics, and the Catholics hate the Protestants, and the Hindus hate the Muslims, and everybody hates the Jews. But during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, it's national, everyone smiles. And they're the party of unity. They're the party of togetherness. Tom Lehrer from decades ago, National Brotherhood Week, and everybody hates the Jews. Well, the, uh, you know, the Democrats, they, they get away with this stuff, don't they? Because don't you know who they are? They're the Democrats. Pramila Jayapal. She wasn't the only one. There were more uh, Democrat anti-Semites. And Kevin McCarthy laid some of it out and appropriately. He did it quite well, actually. I'd give him, uh, give him points because he did it correctly and he did it well. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. They're, uh, they're all crazy. But it's okay. And the New York Times, with the headline, The Hysterical Overreaction to Jayapal's, quote, racist state, end quote, gaff. Just a gaff. I pay no attention. It's a hysterical overreaction. Nobody should say anything. Lefties at the New York Times anti-Israel, from the river to the sea. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. The Hill with the headline, Israeli Leaders Visit Sparks Internal Democratic Fight. That's uh, going on on uh, Capitol Hill. The scheduled appearance of a top Israeli leader on Capitol Hill this week has sparked an internal fight among House Democrats pitting liberal critics of Israel's human rights record against Jewish lawmakers and party leaders scrambling to forestall any diplomatic tensions with America's closest ally in the Middle East. Israeli President Isaac Herzog planned a a speech to a joint meeting of Congress on Wednesday, that's tomorrow, has already prompted an outcry from progressives. They call themselves progressives. They'll burn police cars and smash out storefronts and steal stuff in the name of being progressives, many of whom are vowing to boycott the address, to protest Israel's treatment of Palestinians. I always love the, uh, the uh, line, I believe it was Golda Meir, who said, uh, Golda Meir, who said, um, we will forgive you for killing our children. We will never forgive you for forcing our children to kill your children. You know, uh, stop, um, you know, in this idea of Palestinian. Palestinian is not an ethnic group. Palestinians are Arabs that uh, lived on the spit of land, the only spit of land in the region without oil, by the way, um, that is now Israel. And there were, you know, some issues in Europe in uh, the 20th century led to the creation of Israel. They only have 4,000 years of history there, you know, the Jews, but never mind that. And the Democrats, and they have these radicals, uh, some of whom are Muslim women, but not all of them. So uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is boycotting. I will not be attending, said a member of the squad, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, faction of the progressive House Democrats. What's been happening with the settlements has been really disturbing. Uh, Building uh, condos and then, you know, they uh, use them to attack your children and and kill everybody. And uh, their, their sworn intention is to destroy and eliminate the state of Israel. Why would that be a problem? But the Democrats who call themselves progressives and call themselves liberals, um, we actually just had a uh, call that Jeff took a couple of minutes ago from an Israeli who's here in the United States and was listening to the radio program. And he's kind of like, I don't even know why Americans are talking about Israel. Why would they? Well, a lot of money goes there, I guess. And he asked if I was Jewish. I'm a Catholic. I'm a Catholic. Also, you know, the Democrats are uh, the party of transgenderism, as every school child knows. And they've got this uh, swimmer, this swimmer guy who swam as a woman, even though he's a guy, you know, what with the genitalia and everything. But the, um, the Leah Thomas person is uh, going more radical. I don't know, how can you go more radical than this? Well, by joining Antifa, it turns out that this 
this uh, Leah Thomas swimmer person who is a man who swam as a woman. My name is Leah Thomas. I'm a transgender woman, a former college swimmer, and the first trans athlete to be named Division I NCAA champion. Sure, and I've got trophies at home that I stole from girls because I'm six foot four and I could beat them up and I uh, beat them in a... I was so far ahead of them uh, in the swimming pool that I sat there having a sandwich uh, and drinking a Gatorade before they reached the finish line. But the trans swimmer, Leah Thomas, Andy No on um, the Twitter. Trans swimmer Leah Thomas, formerly known as William Thomas, has now embraced the Trantifa. Trantifa. This is a combination, uh, a portmanteau of transgenderism and Antifa, which is a radical left-wing terrorist group founded in Germany in the 1930s. Branding uh, uh, her uh, himself uh, Trantifa in new photos posted on social media. Transviolent militancy is the current focus of Antifa, and they believe that critics of trans ideology should be silenced, maimed, or murdered. Some call for sexual violence against females in particular as revenge. And uh, here's uh, this uh, William Thomas, who likes to call himself Leah, uh, with an Antifa super soldier T-shirt on a tank tap with all kinds of black belts, and it looks like weapons hanging off of his body. And, um, you know, a man is a man is a man is a man. And uh, I don't care if you tell me you're a woman or not. This this came up on the show on Newsmax, where the liberal on the show kept referring to the transgender, to the uh, Bud Light uh, lunatic, you know. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney as she and her and she and her. And... uh, that's not a she. That's that's a that's a man, man. That's you can tell by the male genitalia. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, man, oh man. So that's uh, that's a good stuff. Now uh, let's get to uh, let's get to the next uh, chapter in uh, today's festival because. Um, Los Angeles, California. This is kind of a uh, fascinating uh, uh, study. You know, let's, no, let's go to Jen Psaki first, and then we'll get to the LAPD. As the Democrats are murdering Los Angeles, and one of the important elements of that is destroying the LAPD, so life is better for criminals in Los Angeles, and I've got that coming up, is the police union vice president is recommending that LAPD members leave the department, quit, go someplace else where they're respected, uh, unlike Los Angeles, because of, Michael, the Democrats, the Democrats. But right now, let's go to Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki was uh, the White House spokesmodel for Joseph Robinette Biden when they first took over the White House. And um, then she left there and immediately was hired by, even though she had zero background in journalism, she was immediately hired as an anchor woman by an NBC News product, called MSDNC, and she's given a one-hour national show and paid millions of dollars to host a show because she's a front for the Democrat Party. Now, the New York Post has the story, and the Washington Post doesn't because it's not a legitimate news organization. Jen Psaki questions whether Representative James Comer uh, is being 
quote, co-opted by a foreign agent because James Comer, um, House Oversight Committee, has had whistleblowers come forward from the IRS, from the FBI now, to declare that there is great corruption in Biden land. And so Jen Psaki, who is, in fact, not a journalist but a Democrat uh, front, working at a Democrat Party front organization called MSNBC, better known as MSDNC, and, um, and she attacked, uh, amazingly, Congressman Comer with vague smears, vague slanders, not even naming a country, a foreign, co-opted by a foreign agent. Now, are we talking about Ukraine, like the Biden family, or China, like the Biden family, maybe Russia, like the Biden family, or what was it, Romania, like the Biden family? Uh, what, what country... Do you think, but she doesn't say. She keeps the McCarthyite smear more vague than usual. You may recall Russia, 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 Russian collusion, Russian collusion. And Adam Schiff, the inchworm, had seen all the secret documents, and he's in the secret briefings. So he knew, and all of it was a lie. And it went on for years. It was disinformation. And uh, the news media and the Democrats were peddling it. Jen Psaki on her television show, MSDNC. How concerned are you of that James Comer was the chairman of the committee, was knowingly, unknowingly working with, co-opted by a foreign agent? Yeah, co-opted by a foreign agent. How concerned are you that James Comer, chairman of the committee, was knowingly or unknowingly working with, co-opted by a foreign agent? Now, because whistleblowers have come forward, and last night, the liberal on my Newsmax show said, well, it's probably that, uh, you know, uh, Gal, uh, what's his name? The Israeli um, who, uh, Gal yeah, Gal Luft, I'm sorry, because, you know, he's a Jew. And you know how the Democrats, they hate the Jews. So it's probably that Jew because, you know, he's a foreign agent. And uh, really, is he the IRS agent or the other IRS agent? Or is he the uh, FBI agent or Agent X? Is he... Uh, and now there's another senior supervisory special agent, the FBI, that has come forward to confirm what the IRS whistleblowers have told Congress. But the left-wing news media, the radical extremist left-wing news media, like uh, Jen Psaki, they're having, they're having none of that. Now, again, the House Oversight Committee put out a statement yesterday, former FBI supervisory special agent confirms IRS whistleblower testimony. And the committee itself put out a statement on the matter, which is uh, very useful. Uh, but Jen Psaki doesn't do that. You know, she, she's not a journalist. She never was a journalist. They hired her for being a Democrat and to be a Democrat. The House Committee on Oversight and Accountability Chairman James Comer issued a statement after the committee staff conducted a transcribed interview with a former FBI supervisory special agent assigned to the FBI's Washington office and uh, the Biden criminal investigation. And uh, today, the former FBI supervisory special agent assigned to the FBI's uh, Wilmington, this says uh, Wilmington, actually, uh, Wilmington office and the Biden criminal investigation confirmed key portions of the IRS whistleblower testimony the night before the interview of Hunter Biden. Both Secret Service headquarters and Biden 
uh, transition team were tipped off about the planned interview with Hunter Biden. See, the FBI was planning on interviewing Hunter Biden, but Hunter Biden was tipped off ahead of time that the FBI was coming to interview him. And then Hunter Biden's lawyers jumped in and refused to participate in the interview. On the day of the Hunter Biden interview, federal agents were told to stand by and could not approach Hunter Biden because don't you know who he is? They had to wait for his call because he's in charge, not the FBI. It's uh, very different when you're an ally of the Trump campaign or President Trump himself. As a result of the change in plans, IRS and FBI criminal investigators never got to interview Hunter Biden as part of the investigation. The Justice Department's efforts to cover up for the Biden, uh, the Bidens reveals a two-tiered system of justice that sickens the American people. The Oversight Committee, along with the Judiciary Committee and Ways and Means Committee, will continue to seek answers, transparency, and accountability that the American people demand and deserve. So the, uh, you know, the the committee continues to do good work, and um, they've got. Uh, the uh, whistleblower Shapley and uh, Gary Shapley and the FBI supervisory special agent that has now come forward um, assigned to interview Hunter Biden have revealed that there's all kinds of chicanery going on. But at MSNBC, they've come up with a wild-eyed, vague, completely unsubstantiated conspiracy theory with which they will smear the members of Congress who are seeking the truth about the Biden family because they will stop at nothing to destroy their political enemies, and no lie uh, is too big for them to tell. She was talking, Jen Psaki, the Democrat spokesman for the Biden White House, spokeswoman, they don't uh, uh, recognize gender anymore, so no, neither do I. And uh, Jamie Raskin is the left-wing Maryland Democrat who she was talking to. I'm just concerned that um, the House Oversight Committee, which has a very proud history with, you know, Congressman Waxman as chair, uh, the great Elijah Cummings of Maryland as chair. The great. He's suddenly being compromised in a really serious way. Our legitimacy is being eroded by the tactics adopted by Chairman Comer. And when the FBI wanted to interview uh, Hunter Biden, um, there was an obstruction of justice at the highest levels of our government, the law enforcement and uh, Jamie Raskin on MSDNC. They essentially have said, we will validate anybody who will say anything about the Bidens. And of course, they haven't laid a glove on President Biden. They're real issues that are confronting our people, and they're off on this wild goose chase. Yeah, they haven't laid a glove on Biden other than the, uh, the, the documents from the Treasury Department of the Suspicious Activity Reports, I think more than 120 now, the bank records, the LLCs, the front companies, Tony Bobulinski. Uh, they're uh, bringing in Devin Archer, another Biden business associate, Hunter Biden business associate, and uh, he's going to testify under oath. And I am telling you. And then Congressman James Comer was on with uh, Laura Ingram on the Fox News Channel last night. Uh, to rebut the Raskin-Sackey smear. 
I don't think that Jamie Raskin or Jim Saki can point to one thing that we produce, one thing that we put on oversight stationery that cannot be backed up by facts in the form of hard evidence from bank records and bank violations from the Biden family. For years, they told us Russian collusion every day, and it was all a lie. Now they're saying this is all a lie, and they'll say it for years, and it will all be true because this is what we get. Now, Congressman Comer was on uh, the Fox News channel uh, with uh, Laura Ingram standing next to him with Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan's microphone was on. James Comer's microphone was not. These two whistleblowers have been nothing but credible. And today, with the FBI agent confirming key parts of their testimony, that just gives more credibility. This is quickly coming down to, Laura, who are you going to believe? The Biden Justice Department that said parents were terrorists, who said Catholics were extremists, who censored Americans' First Amendment free speech rights, or these two whistleblowers who have impeccable records. Yeah, well, the Democrats will smear, and that includes the media. And what's the difference? Jen Psaki is a Democrat Biden administration official one day, and the next day she's an NBC News anchor with her own one-hour show, a national show. Jake Tapper, former Democrat Capitol Hill staffer. uh, Jim Schuto, former Obama administration official. uh, George Stephanopoulos, uh, longtime Democrat political operative on the Hill and the Clinton administration right into the anchor chair. Uh, Chuck Todd, a former Democrat Senate campaign staffer, his wife, a Democrat Party operative, and the list goes on and on. Uh, And I'm not even getting into the people that are married to other people. Let's go to uh, Rand Paul. Rand Paul, because the story now on uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci is that in his retirement, he is still enjoying all kinds of luxuries provided by the taxpayers, including apparently a limousine with a driver and full-time security. I've told you about seeing Dr. Anthony Fauci strolling around my neighborhood doing his speed walks with uh, a guy like a six-foot-six guy speed walking alongside him, looking around uh, with uh, sunglasses and an earpiece. Uh, And here is Rand Paul uh, yesterday on the Jesse Waters Show. We asked the government, are you funding his limo and his driver and his security detail? And they say, oh, we're not doing it. Oh, but somebody else is doing it. And then we're reimbursing them. Why is a retired guy? The only retired official I know of that gets this kind of treatment is a former president. So I have no idea why this bureaucrat still has a limo driver, security detail. And we we want to know, does he still get legal representation? <laughs> because... He may need it uh, soon. (laughs) The guy who told us we would never shake hands again on the planet Earth. Shaking hands is over with, said Fauci. There would never be a time that he saw where we would not be required to wear masks on airplanes, on airliners. Sure. Hey, do you have smelly odors in your home, in your office, you just can't get rid of? Now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking, cigarette smoke, litter boxes, trash cans, even that mildew smell that comes from the basement. No match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear a room of any odor. Plus, there are no costly filters to buy and replace again and again. It's not a huge old piece of furniture. You're going to hold one in your hand. It's about, it's about this big. And with more than 350,000 thunderstorms already sold, thousands of five-star reviews online, it works like a champ. You could check out the reviews for yourself. During this week, I've got a great deal for you. 
You can own the Thunderstorm. You can save $200 when you get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for whole home protection. One for the teenager's room. Get three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com. Enter the discount code CHRIS. That's me. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS. Plus, shipping is free. Yeah, Anthony Fauci, limo, security. I guess forever and ever because, you know, those probably white supremacists or something like that. could be the problem right there. In Los Angeles, the Democrats are destroying the city like they are in San Francisco and Portland and Seattle and Washington, D.C. They uh, picked a new police chief here yesterday. She was the head of the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Division until she became chief. That ought to go well. Uh, And now, out of Los Angeles, California, OANN with the story and not the Washington Post, L.A., Top L.A. police union official tells officers to go somewhere they're appreciated. Seems like a good idea. The comment came from Jaretta Sandoz, Sergeant LAPD, uh, VP of the Vice President of the Police Union in Los Angeles, and a Facebook thread where uh, police officers were talking about how they're leaving. And she, the, the Vice President of Police Union, said, Go somewhere that respects the work you do and you don't have to beg for a great contract. Go somewhere that has a city council or a city manager that openly acknowledges the great work you do. Go somewhere that doesn't have two or more city council members that hate you. Seems like good advice. And uh, here is uh, Jaretta Sandoz, LAPD sergeant and vice president of the police union there. The final straw was um, looking at these police officers every day. I have 29 years on the police department, and I see their worth. I know their worth. The community sees their worth. But you have two city council members who ran on abolish the police. They ran on abolish the police. That's uh, that's their program. Here's the vice president of the police union in L.A., Jaretta Sandoz. Their job is to protect the community. They arrest someone, and it's a revolving door. The suspects are out the door before they can go back to the station and complete their report. More Democrats, more crime. More Democrats, more murder. More Democrats, more bad things. Vote accordingly. <laughs> John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.